Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered The Blast. We hope you're enjoying the podcast, the variety, the stories, the different guests and the different theories. Dropping on in, old mate, three clubs in the NRL, 234 games, but he's now a St. Helens player in the Super League. Joel Thompson, how the hell are you and how's the UK? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm in a lockdown at the moment over here, but it's a, it's a good change over here. Um, different style of um, you know training in the weather of our yeah. pre-season, you know, the rain and the snow and all the different challenges, but... Hey, that's what it's all about. That's the decision I wanted to make to come over and, and to do different, something different. It's, it's been all about that. What's the temperature? Oh, I should be low. Oh, <laughs> I don't know the number, but <laughs> she's really low. Um, but yeah, like we had a fitness day today and, um, and when you rock up and you're about to do your fitness and you get the, if it's a drizzle of rain and a bit of wind and um, I'll tell you what, uh, you dig deep. You get stuck in the trenches, different yeah. trenches I've been in before. Um, you know, I'm used to the heat, the pre-season, obviously. Go and have a dip in the ocean, having a little latte, having a coffee, going back, you know. Um, but that's what I said to my wife when I wanted to make a decision to come across here. I said, you know, I've been doing this for 12 years. I've been in the NRL. Yeah. I was in the NRL system. Uh, I said, I feel like now towards the back end, I really would like to play over there, um, you know, and all the different challenges that come with it. You know, we didn't expect the... Um, yeah, obviously the COVID and the lockdown, that, mm. that was a big challenge in itself, but the weather and everything else, it, it's been good. I've, I've enjoyed it. Looking back on your career here, time with Canberra, and George, Illawarra and Manly, what are you most mm. proud of your NRL journey? Um, oh, it's, it's, it is hard to say, but I guess, yeah, just my journey through um, mm. over that period, you know, you get different, you know, my wife always says, it, which, which Joel's turning up today because... <laughs> You know, different personalities. You know, I could be uh, so extreme, and then other days I'm I'm reading a book and and I'm um, meditating. You know, I'm just so many different extremes. And yep. um, I guess over my career, over my journey, uh, I've gone through all different stages of me and my little bit of personal development in some yep. way. Um, you know, just I, I was taken from the bush into an NRL system. Started at Melbourne Storm yeah. um, in 2000 and. I started the pre-season 2006, 2007 there, and then I went to Canberra, obviously, in 2008. But, um, you know, just what, you know, what I thought rugby league was about, you know, and I didn't know how, you know, I remember the trainer, Alex Corvo, and how much he challenged me. But that's exactly what I needed as a young footballer. Uh, but my progress as, you know, not just as a footballer, but just as a person over the years, it's been it's been a great journey and to where I am now. Um, you know, I appreciate all those times. We'll spin back to 2008. You were young, fresh-faced, almost good-looking. On debut from the bench in the final round of the season and a whopping 52 points to 34 win over the Bulldogs. I think it was a game everyone forgot to tackle. There were 16 tries. What do you remember of your debut, buddy? Well, you've done your research. Um, um, yeah, not much, actually, to be honest. Um, again, just baby-faced, excited just to get out there. Obviously, a dream. Um, and just, you know, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this, but I was excited, obviously, about 
making my debut, but I was also excited about, you know, obviously didn't have much money back then. I had a little debut bonus. Yeah. Uh, I was excited about that um, because I had races planned at Wagga, the ag races. I promised me mates that, you know, it was going to be my shout, which it was <laughs> in some ways. We enjoyed ourselves, but, um, you know, obviously a dream to play, you know, in the NRL, make my debut, something I've worked super hard at, at a great club. You know, Canberra was such a great club, full of great people. Um, it still is. Um, you know, it was just a, it was a proud moment, not just for me, but also my family, you know. Um, it, it was really cool. But And then we enjoyed the ag races off my debut bonus, so it was all sort of, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was a really good moment. You've always appeared to me as a, a really tough son of a bitch and a natural leader. I think you've really developed into a wonderful leader of young blokes, and that's got to start somewhere. So when you were the young guy, who were the yeah. older blokes that took you under their wing and helped you? Oh, you know what? I've been absolutely blessed from having great leaders throughout different clubs. Um, you know, I look at guys like, you know, I went to the Raiders, had players like Josh Miller, who yep. absolutely was still the hardest trainer I've ever come across. Um, Alan Tung, yeah. you know, your ultimate professional. And and he wasn't your, your stereotype, sometimes footballer, you know, he didn't get bounce off. We spoke about having an ego or 40 years better. And he was always there to help everyone. And was just a really genuine good guy. Um, you know, I'll go through that period. Um, then I went, you know, there's still other great leaders around the club again. Uh, but then, you know, you go to St. George and you have guys like Benny Cray, um, another mm. champion bloke, um, you know, a great leader again. And then I went to Manly, um, Daly Cherry Evans. Um, didn't, you know, you sort of have an opinion on players. You don't really get to know them as people. Mm. Uh, you don't have too many converse, conversations, you know, um, but... Once I got to know him, um, yeah, he's a he was a really good leader. Um, yeah. Really cared about you know guys that weren't in the first grade squad. He cared about the club, um, and he was just someone that I sort of it changed my opinion of him. Um, you know, he, so over that period, obviously got to experience all different leaders, all different styles, but you know, just all decent people. You started out of centre, obviously moved into the back row as you got older. What was your best position? Where did you play your best footy? Because in the modern game, at times, yeah. there's not a whole lot of difference between centre and back row. Yeah, 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 I guess so. Um, I, well, I sort of got thrown into centre through injuries, I'm pretty sure, going back. Um, mm. I think it was, might have been Joel Monaghan or someone was injured and I sort of got thrown in then. Um, you know, back then, had a little bit more speed, didn't do... Um, too many weights, so I was still light, still pretty, um, I could move all right. But again, um, the poor professional side, like, you know, not being the best professional sort of caught up with me, um, you know, not doing certain um, exercises, cutting my days short, you know, skipping over calls, skipping over different things, uh, your prehab stuff, which you realize how important that is that you get to my age. But um, I got uh, osteopubis, this injury through the groin, and had a big op right, um, and that really took a bit off me. You know, I come back and I was a bit robotic in yep. some way. Um, didn't move as quick and as steppy as I as I was as a centre. Um, what I thought I was. So I always was a back rower coming through my my um, juniors and everything, yeah. and I played a bit of centre here and there. But back row, you know, I had my heart set on that. But 
when I come back from that, I feel I feel like they sort of just said, "All right, let's push you into the forwards now, big fella. You've had your fun." Um, <laughs> you know, which was good because you know I sort of wanted to be that was me anyway um, to be a back rower. Who was the best you played with or against, mate? Really tough question. Does one stand out? That's, that's a super tough question. Honestly, I, everyone again with different qualities. Yeah. Um, yeah, not even you know your most talented players. You know, you, I look at players as well, just the guys that were team first type of players. You yep. know, you're not going to be in your back paper, uh, but they're the guys that will push up. They're the guys that will you know sacrifice certain you know plays for the team. Um, I love those type of players. Yep. I feel like those type of people. I love those type of people. You know, not just professional athletes, but. Um, the people that think of others before themselves, and Love you know, a guy was Josh Miller. You know, yeah. he's just the the uh, the guy that would put his body on the line, would lead the kick chase, would tie and do all the little stuff. Alan Tung, um, you know, different players, talented wise. You know, your freaks. Um, obviously, Jonathan Thurston playing the Indigenous All Stars, yeah. um, super talented, a good guy. You know, he just all you had to do was just run your line. He'd work his magic. You know. You played outside him, you know. You'd you'd get a chance to play in whatever jerseys you want. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but he was he was a great, obviously super talented player. Um, but yeah, been lucky to sort of play with a variety of players. You showed amazing durability, toughness, and pain tolerance, and played at a high percentage of games over a really long period of time. But twenty twenty, as weird as it was for a lot of people, it just got you in so many ways, didn't it? 2020. Um, yeah, it did. It started out. Um, I don't even know if this is public, really, but I busted my ankle against um, the Cowboys, and I had to get my ankle um, needled for oh, I don't know how many weeks. Hope I don't get anyone in trouble at the club. But that was my decision. That was my decision. Um, no one forced me, and I sort of played busted. You know, couldn't walk, and then I was just needling it. That was. So I was just the back the last year of my career was disappointing on that end because I wanted to finish off on a high at a club that I supported growing up. Um and then yeah, what other injuries do I have? Um oh my tongue. I I um I, yeah, it was just one of those ones. I've always been told by different coaches. I think it might have been Dave Fern or someone told me, I can't remember who the coach it was now. Um, to stop biting my tongue when I run. This goes back. But when I used to have a fight when I was younger, I used to bite my tongue when I used to have a fight. You know, we've, we're back at school and stuff. And I, I know, I guess it made me a little bit more angry or something. But anyway, <laughs> I was biting my tongue against um, Newcastle and uh, Kurt Mann, perfect timing, champion bloke, Kurt Mann. Uh, good mates are him from the Dragons days. He timed it perfect, got underneath me and hit through uh, underneath me, went through my mouth guard, my teeth come through my mouth guard, uh, obviously cut right down there um, through the middle and, you know, loosened all my front teeth. And uh, it was early in the game, which sucked. You know, I wasn't in the back last 10 minutes or whatever, but um, as a senior player, I'm I'm sure other players will do it. You sort of have a responsibility to to be out there, be beside your teammates. Um, It was my last year. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm not going to call myself tap, but a little bit um, a little loose, different in some ways. Like I can sort of just, I don't know, just put a bit, a little bit loose. I sort of just put it behind me and sort of I said, I'll just get through the game. And, you know, blood was pouring out and I was just a bit of a nightmare. I couldn't have a drink of water. I was dehydrated and I was just, obviously, I cut through the artery and um, 
lucky for the great staff at Manly, they got me in to see a specialist and lucky I did because uh, the blood was just pouring um, and I had to get on the bus trip um, from Newcastle, obviously, and got straight in and got it stitched up and, yeah, everything sort of put back. Yeah, so that was, again, um, my last year at NRL was so disappointing. Um, my body, my wow. body let me down and just having a bit of a silly accident, like um, accident, uh, stupidity like that. I didn't learn from my lessons before. Well, mate, we marvelled at your, at your talent. We also marvelled at your heart over a long period of time in the NRL. Great to see you playing a little bit of Super League and also living a dream, taking your young family over to the UK. Thanks for dropping in. Look forward to chatting soon. No worries. Thanks for having me, mate.